Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liljeno, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday, guys. Before I say anything else, I gotta say that today is the day of the webinar. This evening, if you're hearing this on Monday, we're doing the first of the two webinars on the four Ps, the four challenges that we see holding back so many people in the equestrian world being perfectionism, performing under pressure, people-pleasing, and procrastination. So if any of those things is something that potentially are holding you back in your riding, make sure you go and register now. It's on mindic.eu slash free event. First of those two webinars is happening this evening at 8 p.m. CEST. That's Central European Summertime. So that's the time you'll have if you're in Belgium or Germany or anywhere in the Central of Europe. And the second one is happening on Wednesday at 3 p.m. CEST, Central European Summertime. So if you haven't already, make sure you go in and register now so we can see you in that webinar tonight, so we can connect with you, so we can answer all your questions, so you can get some free coaching, all this kind of stuff. So make sure you register. It's for everyone in the world, by the way. So it's not like you have to be in Europe, but that's just in terms of the time zone. So you got to go in and check out whatever that time zone is for you, whatever you are in the world. But I can guarantee you there are things that are going to be valuable in there for you. Now, this episode today was one that me and Lorna actually recorded together. So a lot of the time, me and Lorna get into very interesting conversations and we feel like there's so much value in there that we want to also publish those as podcast episodes. So in this episode today, me and Laura are chatting about the whole thing of where are your current limits? How do you know where your current limits are? How do you know when it's time to step up to a new level? How do you know whether the reason you're not stepping up is because of your actual limits, as in your capabilities, your current capabilities, or if it's just a limiting belief of yours, if it's just something that you think you're not capable of, but ac while actually you are. So come along as me and Lorna dive into this topic and hopefully we'll see you all tonight in the webinar. How do you know how far you should push yourself? Obviously, that comes down to people helping you as well, doesn't it? People around about you. But how do you when you're in your safe zone? Yeah, but ultimately, you also shouldn't be in your safe zone. Because if you're in your safe zone, safe zone you're not growing. No. But for a certain amount of time, I'd say you have to practice at that level of what you're doing. Yeah, but you are, even if you're at, the, no, now we're talking growing between levels, but even when you are at the same level, you're still growing in that level. Like now we're talking about like, when I say level, I mean like if you're riding 110 or 120. But even when you are still at the, let's say you were to be at 110 for three months, even during those three months, you're still growing, right? Because there are things that you are improving in that level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
whether it be your accuracy or or you're making it more technical yeah technical things mm -hmm. absolutely but in that sense if you're making it more technical in that level you are still pushing yourself aren't you mm -hmm. so when at which point then do you know when to move up at which point are you at which point do you get comfortable at yeah. which point are you in your safe zone or at which point do you know when to push on through like how do you figure that out yeah and i think that's that's no size not like a one size fits all like i don't think that is an answer for that because i think there's so many different parameters that's playing along and i always say when people are not quite sure i think the only way you can actually find out is to give it a shot yeah and you know if you weren't ready then you're gonna fail but then on the other hand failure is not fatal then you'll learn something from it and either you give it another try or you realize that maybe it was a little bit too early and then you step back down and then you fix the things that were required but then at least that highlights what you got left to work on in order yeah. to be at that level but then that gets in a lot of people's heads doesn't it the whole stepping down thing like <laughs> that's quite a mega thing the fact that you are a failure because you've had to step down whereas you and i would see it as it's a growing process you've learned something you've realized you're not quite at that level yet so you have to go away and put in some more work and try again but how many people give up because they think they've done it twice and they're no good and they're a failure so they might as well give up yeah. rather than actually stepping down and thinking of all the things that you could work on that are going to make you technically I suppose and more accurate and yeah it's all just like it's all just like trial and error really and that you know that's not only with your writing that's with everything that you're doing you you but so many people are afraid to push the line because they're afraid of that failure. Like they're, they're afraid to take the risk, um, whether that is about running, whether that is about show jumping, whether that like, you know, it doesn't really matter what it is that you're doing. But at a certain point to find out where your current edge is, where your current limit is, then you need to push past it sometimes to realize where it is. You constantly are in search for that edge. And here's the thing, that edge also constantly moves as you grow and improve as a rider. So it's a constant search for like finding the edge, but then also going a little bit further and then finding the new edge and then go a little bit further. So, and, and I personally think it's like, you don't know where that edge is until you've passed it. Mm -hmm. But that's what, like what we were talking about yesterday when I said I use exercise in that way because exercise is not my main focus. So I can really use it, like whether it's running or DRT mm -hmm. to, really push myself mentally to see mm -hmm. where those edges are when you feel like giving up you push on through it how far can you push yourself and the old uh, favorite that everyone cringes when we uh, suggest the cold showers yeah test your mental resilience there <laughs> every yeah. part of you says you can't step into that cold water yeah, but once you've done in. it once you've got in and you've conquered that cold water, then you see that anything's possible. For me, that's very similar in my writing. If you can stop that internal talk or internal chatter and you can just do it. Yeah. It's a really yeah. cool thing. Whereas if you suggest to most people cold showers, they I, I don't probably think they fully understand. They're just like, I hate them. They're, they're of no benefit. You know, yeah, they shock your body and all that kind of stuff. But I think mentally they do something really pretty cool for you. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and I can really speak from the heart. I think anyone who knows me well knows that I'm always cold and I have this deceit. I don't remember what it's called, but, you know, all my fingers go white and I lose my feeling like it, it can be like 20 degrees outside and I like 
in the, in the summer Celsius in in Belgium, and I still lose the feeling in my fingers. Like that's how how cold I am. Like for me, that was a huge mental challenge, and I kept on saying, yeah, like I do a lot of this mental work, but like cold showers is just like no, like there I draw the line, like into <laughs> a lot of stuff. But that's it. But that was just me making excuses, right? And yes, I sometimes come out of that cold shower and I feel like my fingers are about to explode. But then yet again, that is that mental thing of being able to push through that. Even if you start to feel a pain coming up and just being like, yeah, but I can do it. And just be so ice cold and just knowing that I can do it. I can do it. I decide whether I'm going to stick in the shower. I'm going to stay for another 10 seconds or whether I step out. It's up to me. Like, it's not my body deciding this. I am deciding this. And uh yeah, it is. But but it, it, I think it's really about training yourself to be able to do that. Yeah. But it's the same, I think, whether you run or you bike or you swim or you ride. It's it's the same internal chatter. It's the same when people say, I've not got the motivation or I can't be bothered to go for a run or a walk or something. Yeah. It's the same as stepping into a cold chair. It's the same as stepping onto your horse every single day that you can't be bothered for it. And we exactly all know that, that there's days that come along and you can't be bothered. Like we're humans. Some days you feel tired. You just you're not up for it. But you can silence that voice in your head yeah. and actually step into a shower and exactly. it makes you feel amazing but it's that whole whole conversation in your head you know it's going to be too cold this isn't good for you oh I'm freezing already like why am I even doing this yeah yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and again it is all that little voice in your head right and it's it's really about like learning to recognize when it's there and 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 recognizing also that you can you you can actually take control of it like it doesn't have to control and there's that quote either you control your mind or it controls you and i love i love that quote and it's because it's it's so true right you can really have your emotions and just run you or you you actually realize what's going on you develop that awareness and then you decide then you decide that actually, you know what, I can just put one foot in front of the other and I can make this happen. It doesn't matter how much every cell in my body is screaming at me not to do it. Like I I can still, of course. And that was something that we were talking about as well. Like, of course, you can also take that too far. And that goes back to where we started this conversation as well. Like my my boyfriend, he's doing triathlon and, and I see quite often there are people that are able who have trained themselves because in triathlon, like you need to learn to be in pain. Like that's part of the sport. Like if you, if you can't endure pain, like you can't find something else to do. Um, because just running is not enough. To do. If you want to perform well in, in, in an Ironman, like you, you got to just actually get used to and be fine with actually being in pain. But what I was going to say is that sometimes you see people that have gotten so good at that and they can push themselves like past what they should really. Like they come over the finish line and they just collapse. And they have to be helicoptered to the hospital. Uh, and then, you know, you obviously see that, okay, like that, you know, that goes beyond what, you know, there are yeah. also reason why those signals are in your body. And there's a, re like, it wants you to survive, right? So there's a reason why all those physical signals, signals tend to pop up. There's a reason why my finger starts to hurt in the shower because, yeah, I'm not supposed to be in there. So I think there is obviously a line in between there. And that comes back to where we started this conversation, just to be like, yeah what are the limits where you should stop like to, for, for hard, hard like you you can get so good at this but you train yourself we talked about david goggins as well like he's 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 he, i think he's the guru in that like training himself to just push past those physical signals when your body tells you not to do something and obviously i mean who's to say what's right or wrong but i think most of us can agree that that is like taking it too far <laughs> and the same with our horses obviously 
like when we talk like because it's one thing you've only got yourself but then sometimes in the equestrian world you can push it so far that you you know not like break a horse i think that's a like a bit dramatic because i do think a lot of horses can be fixed again like you know it doesn't matter how many bad distances you have like you know get someone to ride it properly and it will be retrained like i think horses are very trainable in that sense but of course there are certain moments where we like you said maybe aren't ready to do that step up and 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 there is a limit where you sh maybe shouldn't push it so yeah, I guess it comes back to that question from the beginning. Like, what, what, what is that limit and how do you find it and how do you know it for yourself? I think it's all an experiment. Everything we do is an experiment. Like, see yeah. how far you can push yourself. And I guess it's it comes down to it, a million percent. It comes down to your mindset. And I always say I've got a bit of David Goggins about me. Obviously not to the same extreme <laughs> thing, but like, how far can I push myself? Like, yeah. how far? I cannot, you know, it comes back to the running thing. And obviously I'm quite into that as well. But like, you have a break. And I'm a bit stupid for want of a bit of a sense of word. Like I can't just go out then for a jog. Then I'm going to go and run five miles. And mm -hmm. is my body physically up for it? Probably not. Is my mind up for it? hundred percent it is. You know, I talked to you about doing DRD and the yoga and the stretching. And we talked about I've got really tiny hips with my riding. And I watched um, Nicola doing her stretches. And obviously I couldn't get to where she was. So my mindset is like, why can't I do that? And I'm going to push myself wrongly probably until I get to that point that if she can do that I can do that and then my brain's like okay that's fine that's that's a sense of achievement so I guess that's wrong because you shouldn't compare yourself to other people but that's what drives me and motivates me to I suppose inspires me is probably a better word rather than comparing if they can do it why can I not do it and not that I'm stupid enough just to well probably am to be fair give it a shot but why like what is the reason it's a bit like you always say you want to know the reason why like if you if something fails or it doesn't work why like there is a reason so I would say it's all an experiment try it you know yeah. push yourself a bit like not to the extreme where like you say you're probably going to scare yourself or scare your horse but yeah. just push the boundaries a little bit at a time you know just keep I guess it's that thing step by step just one step at a time push it see how far yeah. you can push it yeah see what yeah. works out and see for as far as possible how you can push it in a in a safe way like yeah. and, and what I mean with that to take an example uh an exercise that my trainer always does that we almost like almost every single training is like he, where he puts up like a fence and then he has a has a pole a couple of meters before and then you know that when you come into that or like a small fence and then you come into that you almost always get a good distance because you get in on that small fence or the pole yeah. and then you almost always get to a good distance like automatically so and you know that's the way where we always with the horses but also with the riders where we you know where we take that level up on the fence and the height just a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and that is a kind of safe way to just push your comfort yeah. zone in terms of getting used to jumping bigger fences for yourself for the horse but it's in a safe way because you don't have to worry about your distance because that's sort of always going to come out so that is a like a safe way quote unquote to push the comfort zone yeah, and I guess like exactly what you've talked about, you can, if you're happy at a level, say a metre, for instance, then put two fences that are 105 in, you know, in your course or jumping or two yeah. that are 110. Like, don't, expectations, that's a massive thing. But um, we go into depth on that in our exciting 4Ps webinar next week. But yeah, expectations, don't expect yourself to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Lower your expectations. Yeah. Just try. Yeah, 100%. Um, and yeah, by the way, for everyone listening, the webinar, when we're recording this, the webinar is next week, but by the time you'll hear it, it will be this week, just to clarify things there. 
So, uh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tonight we're doing the, the first webinar, obviously, at 8 p.m. So if you haven't registered already, make sure you do so. Uh, link is in the show notes. And then we do the next one on Wednesday at 3 p.m. Uh, in the afternoon, Belgian time, CEST. Um, but yes, so I guess, I guess, I'm not sure if we're actually getting to the point where we can black and white answer this question. Um, you know, what is the limit and and when should you push through and when you shouldn't like it's just an experience and everyone is different and every horse is different and you know there's obviously horses as well that i believe that are more forgiving where you can you know you can we're talking about distance here because that's a big thing for a lot of people you can mess up a distance like five times in a row and they'll just keep on jumping like you have horses like that and then you have other horses that you know really get offended in in the lack of a better word that it's just like you messed up the vistas once and they're like all over the place and they're like okay i'm not taking another jump so i guess it's also about finding yourself a horse when you're learning yourself to find yourself a horse is quite forgiving and maybe a horse is less careful but one that is going to forgive you uh for making those mistakes so that you can learn as well again it comes back to finding like a safe way to push the comfort zone because ultimately you have to like no matter how many people say that you know you, you need to be like it needs to be you, you can't make a mistake like that you can't make a mistake at an error if you want to go out and jump a 120 but here's the thing it doesn't work like that everyone everyone is going to make a mistake and it doesn't matter how many times you got on it right eventually you're going to get it wrong like that's like even if you see top riders going out jumping 160s they also get it wrong every so often like it happens um so I think I think the key is just not being afraid of making those mistakes and realizing that that is part of the growth journey. And like you say, experiment with it. Just try it out. Give it a shot. Uh, see what happens. And 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 if you make a mistake, analyze it. Find out what what was the reason that that happened. How can I improve further on this? Um, yeah, I think that comes down to as well. To that's a whole different subject but don't dwell on your mistakes you know that we did a pep talk last week on it and it was actually really cool and we talked about the difference between top athletes and you know people that are doing it as their hobby and I think the main thing that came out of it is they don't dwell on their mistakes it's done you know they ask themselves a focus question and then they move on you know there's no doubt in their mind and they ride the next fence like a demon you know because it's gone it's finished you can't change that so what can you do you can get your focus back and you know ride the rest of your track and I guess that just comes down to not focusing on your mistakes not seeing it as a failure and like you say people that jump 160s they make mistakes but they don't beat themselves up for it it's it's done they analyze why it happened and that's the end of it move move on and I gotta say I feel like also in in general I see more people being you know held back for the fact that they have a limiting belief rather than that they have a limited ability like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time and like what do I mean with that I see more people like being perfectionists and not taking the step up because they think they aren't good enough than people that just blindly step up a level and they like, you know, I, I think it's more people in general yeah. that are stepping up too late than the other way around. Yeah. And we're all we've all got that inner perfectionist in us. It's just about him being able to change it. And again, back to the webinar again, but we, we look at perfectionism and excellence and yeah. decipher between the two of them, which is another another conversation to be had but another really cool conversation to be had yeah yeah it was funny actually when we did we did a poll so we have a facebook group also for the people who registered for the webinars and we have a we did a poll in there as to what people were most excited about looking forward the most about and 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 perfectionism and the performing and the pressure were 
like definitely in the yeah. lead and and I wasn't surprised actually I you see so many people like talking about being perfectionists and so many people like getting those competition nerves that we talk a lot about which often holds back from performing under pressure mm -hmm. and doing well in that 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 added pressure situation let's say so I wasn't surprised but I'm really looking forward to have that conversation because there's mm -hmm. so much work to be done and there's so many small little things that you can think about um, which can which can make a huge difference in your riding and and when you're out competing. So, with that being said, I'd say if you haven't registered yet, make sure you do so. It's all for free. You have literally nothing to lose. Uh, so go to mindic.eu/slash/free-event. Make sure you register. Um, and other than that, I'd say if you have someone in your surroundings who are doubting whether it's the right time to step up, whether it's pushing their limit or whether it's like the right thing to do, um, then send this episode to them and uh, know that everyone is different, uh, but that there is a way. There is some kind of way where you can you, you can figure out this for yourself. It's like Lorna said, it's a lot of experimentation and, and that's obviously a lot of the time the work that we do with different people as well. It's like there's no not really one size fits all. Like oftentimes when we work with people, especially one to one, we, we just try a lot of different things to find out that one thing that, that works for that person in particular. Experiment with a positive mindset. That is the way forward. Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Cool. Well, uh, that's all for today. So as always, we're going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. And if we don't see you tonight, we see you on the next Magical Monday. Bye.